Hello, Internet, and welcome to another episode of Geek Fanthology. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, I am Neil Cordray. And I am joined, of course, by... Commander Mike Mothma. The one true Ben Kenobi. And... He's been waiting for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, it's not an episode. It's a story. <laughs> it's an anthology. Uh, yes. Well, no, this episode of the podcast, I mean. Um, and last week. Well, actually, not last week's. And Friday's, because this one's coming out as soon as, we, as soon as I can get it edited and up. Uh, today, everybody, we are going to be talking about Rogue One, a Star Wars, a Star Wars story. And now before we get started, yep. what is Neil drinking tonight? Tonight, Neil is drinking. Um, it's a cocktail he looked up on the internet. Uh, try, I try to make things as uh, as thematic. thematic as possible. Thank you. So tonight, I'm drinking blue milk, which is everybody get out get out your recipe books. Um, two ounces milk, one ounce uh, cream, one ounce uh, amaretto. One ounce coconut rum and two ounces blue curacao. It's quite, it's quite, uh, quite tasty and looks just about perfect. So you know, we we've had kind of an alcoholic milk-based Star Wars theme going these last couple episodes here. Yeah, well, the eggnog, <laughs> well, the eggnog that you'll hear about next next week, but that was more because it was Christmas. Right, and in Life Day, Life Day, yeah, Life Day. <laughs> and I like making eggnog every year. In fact, I still have some of the hard stuff in, uh, in the fridge. Uh, <laughs> In any case, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about talking about Rogue One standard format for our movie review episodes. The first bit uh, will be uh, spoiler free, as long as we can stand to not spoil, spoil things. Uh, like we're not going to mention the fact that they uh, get the Death Star plans. Like, Damn it! <laughs> oh, and while we're at it, King Kong falls off the building and the Titanic sinks. And Rosebud was the sled. There you go. <laughs> that's the that's the hat trick right there. <laughs> Yeah, everyone's everyone's talking about it on my Facebook. The only the only thing I'll ever say is spoiler alert. At the end, they they get the Death Star plans, right? <laughs> Which you know that's that's the whole point of the entire yeah, yeah. movie. Yeah. And, you know, and you and it's a foregone conclusion if you've seen Episode Four. They took right. one paragraph from the opening crawl of Episode Four and made a movie out of it. Yep. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I mean, it's about as far as you can go without spoiling oh, yeah. a lot of stuff. And this is a, yeah. this is a fun. I, I think a non-spoiler is, is fair to say. Mm. They don't really do a proper crawl. They no, just they don't do don't. a crawl at all. They there just, isn't a crawl. They just have the yeah, a long time, a long ago, time ago, ago, ago in a galaxy yeah, far, far away. I was like, what the hell? Right. I remember sitting there. I was like, holy shit, a cold open. What? I had, yeah. that, I had that moment where I'm like, okay, so this is where they do what? the crawl. And then after a moment, I was like, oh, wait a minute. They're not doing... Oh, okay. Yeah. I see what they did there. But then, but then, the, but then, they, did the, <laughs> then they did the planet... Uh, they, they did the... Uh, the panning shot. The panning shot, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With, with I think it's something flying overhead because that's still something yeah. But, they, yeah. but they skipped the crawl, which yeah. kind of um, flabbergasted me. I was like, holy shit, it yeah. cold open. I think there's a very specific they, reason why they did they that. They decided and announced that it would only be saga movies that would have a crawl. And not, not, not only that, but I think that it works thematically. Because yeah. when you hear the, the big you know uh, horns blaring, we're like, da, 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 and it's all like triumphant and large scale and everything is going to be okay. Yeah. This is not what this movie is. Let's not get too... I'm not going to get into spoiler territory. No, you already know it's a gritty war movie. Yeah. And they know that these characters don't show up in episodes four, five, and six. So Yeah, well, obviously they'll have a perfectly the valid explanation for that. Right. We'll get to that in spoiler yes. territory. 
Right. Yeah, because there is a good reason for that. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, and this is. But yeah, this is this this was a different tone than the rest of the Star Wars movies. Yeah, it was yes. damn good, so damn good. Yeah, um, yeah, really great, really great uh, casting all around. Um, and although I didn't even realize it, uh, my, the Alan Tudyk uh, as <laughs> I didn't You'll realize, never live that down. By the way. No, I didn't realize it was Alan Tudyk. Yes, I'm not a true brown coat. I'm sorry. <laughs> Curse my sudden but inevitable me- uh, uh, confusion. Uh, <laughs> which does actually make a lot of the Facebook memes that I've seen make a lot more sense now. <laughs> if you want to go for the same, you know, sound there, the same phonetics, curse your sudden but inevitable befuddlement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In any but, case, uh, uh, Alan Tudyk as as K two S Q or K two S O, fantastic uh, performance, Amazing. and also I'm incredibly Such biased, but I loved Donnie Yen because I've never seen a movie that I haven't loved Donnie Yen in. He's pretty great. The He's awesome. The character himself was pretty cool. It was yeah, the yeah, character was great too. We can't really talk much about him without spoiling. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. But I think that's a, that's a good point to raise is that I feel like the big names, like Donnie Yen, Forrest Whitaker, they did a good job of just blending into the character. Like, when Forrest Whitaker came on the screen, I didn't think, oh, hey, it's Forrest Whitaker in Star Wars costume. I, I instantly bought into that character. Like, he made specific choices with how he moved and how yeah. he talked and stuff. And it just That's worked. because Forrest Whitaker is a classically motherfucking <laughs> trained Shakespearean actor. That's right. That's right. Like, was for a while a member of the King's Men. <laughs> Sir Alec Guinness. <laughs> yeah, I know. We have a long tradition of this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, it was just, uh, and the whole thing, I mean, the casting worked. Casting was great. The chemistry with the cast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I cannot pronounce his name. Zhang Wen. Uh, Zhang Wen, uh, we think. Zhang Wen. J I A N G W E N. I apologize to everyone yeah, who hear, who's, who cringes every time you hear me mispronounce that. Yeah, if you're a fan of the uh, Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights movies, it's John Wayne. <laughs> yeah, basically those uh, Donnie and, and him had perfect chemistry. They were as, great together. Yes, yeah. you know, and, and their characters. Yeah, their little, little bromance going on. <laughs> well, and, so, you know, uh, that's the thing is, is that, that wasn't specifically. They were in, brothers. Yeah, and they were actually brothers. No, they were brothers in life. Yeah, yeah they were yeah. brothers. Yeah. yeah. You know it, brother. Kind of like a kind of like a bit of a Han Chewie dynamic going on. Yeah, here. exactly. You know, verse and uh, and point to his butt out of the fire and so on. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you almost hit me. You're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah good report. <laughs> <You know. laughs> Some of that snappy banter oh, kind of reminded man. me of Magnificent Seven, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, it really did. It really yeah, did. and yeah, uh, just and and you know, then you got uh, oh uh, the pilot. They just uh, mainly they just call him the pilot. Bodie. Bodie Rook. Yeah. Riz Ahmed as Bodie Rook. Yeah, I mean, this is a character who so could have been a bit part. Right. But when, instead, he wasn't. Yeah, I mean, he's just, he's, you know, he's, you know, endlessly inventive, uh, you yeah. know, um, and, and... He yeah, comes he, up with the movie title. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> right. Yeah. He does, yeah, he does get the movie call-out. Call yeah. Um, you know, and... Uh, <laughs> Oh man, and then, um, then we got uh, 
Diego Luna, Luna as uh, as Cassian. Yeah, Cassian. Cassian. Captain Cassian. Cassian. Well, that was, well, they were pronouncing it Cassian. I would pronounce it Cassian. Yeah. C a s s i a n. But then everyone, everyone in the Star Wars universe has a British accent. <laughs> Except Only if you're from the core. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mexican we, British. That's interesting how that works out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but well, yeah, except I mean, for except for Diego Luna, who just had his. I mean, he's what Mexican American, I think. Yeah, American that's American? my yeah. that's my but, point. And, and this, but you know, and he he portrays this character that will kill at the drop of a hat, but is very passionate about his reasons for being right. that way, and we get to see that. Yep, the Mer- film. he is not even he, 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 uh, like his his Wikipedia page, Diego Luna, by the way, doesn't even de- 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 um, describe himself as Mexican American. He's just Mexican. Yeah, I think he actually just lives in Mexico. So, um, yep. And then, of course, Felicity Jones. <coughs> oh, yeah. With Jen. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, hey, that's another great chemistry is uh, Jen Urso and Cashin's chemistry. And, yeah. And it was a very, without getting into spoiler territory, there's a lot of give and take there. There's a lot of, like, mm-hmm. working together despite differences of uh, opinion, of philosophy. Of, yeah. Uh, you know, originally, originally, characters originally start off going in different directions. Diff- yeah, different motives yeah. And, and goals, even. Yeah. yeah. And, and then they, they but the, I like that they influence each other. Well, and that's it's a micro. Just still her. That's I'm a sorry. microcosm of the Rebel Alliance in general, is taking all these disparate cells that may have been at each other's throats, like rival smugglers and criminals yeah. and didn't see eye to eye, and yeah. they all eventually coalesce into oh. a shared goal, into yeah. a cause bigger than themselves. Right, exactly. And, and that, I think that does. This, I think, was really the. This, this showed the Rebel Alliance coming into its own because, I mean, we see throughout it. The Rebel Alliance can't even control itself. Right. Nope. <laughs> but you know, it, but and, and that's I think what what made it so hard for the Empire to contain. I think that was a nice touch too that you had. Um, I think it's fair to say it's not a spoiler to mention that Bail Organa makes an appearance here. I think it's yeah, yeah, fairly yeah, legit. Yeah. yeah, we see. Yeah, we see Bail Organa. I mean, and of course we see R two and three PO. Yeah. You know. Because um, they're around if at that he, time. If you didn't yeah. anticipate that one, I don't know what to tell you guys. Yeah. R two D two manages to not, manages to make an appearance in a Star Wars movie. Yeah, I know. It's shocking. Yeah. He's like one of the only ones who's made it into all of them. Yeah, yeah into every single movie. Made it to every single movie. Yeah. But yeah, I was gonna say with Bill Grena, like that is a natural like. Um, that's a natural character and leader to kind of make you buy the fact that these factions can actually come together. Like, if it weren't for a few key people like that, and like yeah. my Mothma, yeah, and Mon Mothma. Like, they wouldn't have yeah. the glue to get these people to actually stay in a room without killing each other long enough to make it work. Yeah, and if you right. watch Rebels, the by that time, the Rebel Alliance is still really young. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't start right when the Empire started. Yeah, and, and there's something we're going we're gonna to have to cover when we get into spoiler <coughs> Something that that uh, um, it's is it Maggie O'Reilly that um, plays Mon Mothma? Genevieve O'Reilly. Genevieve O'Reilly. Oh, geez. oh God, she does more with a single expression. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and she she played Mothma in episode three. No, yeah. she did not. Uh, no, she, uh, Mon Mothma was. Pl- I'm, I'm sorry, I've got a I've got a new computer uh, that I can have with me at the at, at the <coughs> table. Um, <laughs> she, uh, uh, Mon she Mothma was, was played by Carolyn Blackston. 
in Return of the Jedi. Yes. Genevieve O'Reilly played her in Revenge of the Sith. That's what I said. That's what he said. Episode three. Episode three. Yeah. See what I'm talking about. See, my brain just said the third movie. But then I also kind of ignore the prequels. Right. But yeah, Shinaris gets complicated with the, you know, timelines. Yeah, because yeah, she looks very close to the original. Yeah, to uh, yeah. to Kevin Blackston, who played her in. in well, it's like yeah, you said, the looks, movie. And the looks and the movements, the mannerisms. That's what's really important. Not some of the superficial, like, oh, does she look exactly like her in these areas? You know, it's all yeah. about. The, now I've got to. Now I'm not face. sure which uh, which <clears throat> look you're talking about, but we'll get to that in spoilers. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, it is. Just, uh, I mean, there's not a single. I can't think of a single. Role in there that I was disappointed in. Yeah, you know. Now should should we should we go into the uh, should we go into the governor? The, well, the military yet. governor? Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Not yet. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> spoiler territory. Um, um, as ben Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. As director Krennic. Yeah. Yeah. He was I really good. I liked him. him. He was, yeah. This, this kind of sniveling worm of a character. Yeah, and this is the guy who built the freaking Death Star, well, I, I, and now he wants to run it. But no. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that's that's a good job of like kind of uh, putting an emphasis on the bureaucracy and the banality of evil. You yeah. Know? They didn't yeah. touch on that as much well, in some of the other movies. I sometimes. would like to point out that the Empire, the Galactic Empire, is just about the best example of a lawful evil society. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just in D&D terms. They are so very lawful. <laughs> and honestly, most most uh, Imperial member, most grunts aren't even lawful neutral. Real, aren't, aren't really law, even lawful evil. They're all lawful neutral. Now, most of the higher-ups are lawful evil. Yeah. Except for, you know, Palpatine. He's just Evil. He's just. He's, he is. He is lawful. He's I would say he's neutral evil because he kind of goes off the rails sometimes. Yeah, Pat. he does. Yeah, but I still. Think but he's at the same time, evil. his word is law. So yeah, fuck. Yeah, and you know, he. I think he's still. I think. I think he's still kind of lawful evil with insanity. You know. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, it gets it gets difficult to pin it down in the alliance system when they're yeah. fucking nuts. Yeah, and <laughs> that's because alignments suck. Yeah. Yeah. But. Um, so, yeah. When it came to Krennic, um, I had specific expectations for him because I read the Catalyst book, and it, it goes into from the very Mr. beginning. Super fan over here. It goes into <laughs> the very beginning of the construction of the Death Star back during the Clone Wars is when the whole mm. thing started with construction, right. and he was in charge of making sure the weapon got made along with the rest of it. He had to make sure the weapon was fully functional when they didn't have an idea for the weapon when they designed the station. Yeah. Well, when people that paid attention to the prequels, <laughs> you saw as early as episode two, Battle of Geonosis, they're like, you know, looking at... Quick, quickly, quickly, get the plans off base. The yeah, rebel... Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Not the rebels, the, the, the Senate is the coming. Republic, the yeah. Republic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they kind of they kind of set that fuse a while back. Yeah. Really. yeah. yeah. But, and, and we really, you're right, all we did see was the station and he was like... Weapon goes here, right. you know, yeah. and, and there's this big ass hole where we think maybe a weapon will go one yeah. day. <laughs> That's essentially what they did. The Geonosians designed the rough spherical thing, right? And they they had an idea for some kind of weapon there, but they didn't know what. They didn't even know how big this was going to be, right? And then it got into the hands of the Republic somehow. <laughs> yeah. 
And, and then, you know, but then... We'll never, we'll never know how. It's, yeah. It'll remain a mystery. Yeah. Right. It's Borth and Spies, right? No, that was the second That's Borth and Spies. Yeah, no, it's because spies. Dooku was working for the Republic at the same time as the Separatists. Right. Because of Palpatine. Right. Because he was working yeah. for Palpatine. Palpatine, <laughs> who was running both sides, yeah. Yeah. And... So, but that was just because he was uh, getting politics. ready for an invasion by the what? Uh, the Yuuzhan Vong. Yeah, thank you. The Yuuzhan Vong. And by the way, if, if this is boring <laughs> you to tears, don't worry because Rogue One is balls yeah. to the walls. I, I feel. I feel like not actually, so much boring politics. I, I feel like actually I might record a thing before the even the hello internet, which is hey, whatever you're doing, stop doing it right now and go see Rogue One. Meet us back here. At the, <laughs> meet us back here for the podcast. Ready, Bye. break. Yeah, ready, go. Throughout <laughs> the book, Krennic is constantly conniving, plotting, and practically playing chess with another character we're going to discuss later. Right. I don't know what... I, yeah, I guess it's kind of <clears throat> By the spoilers. way, totally bitching cape. Yeah. yeah. Just wanted to... Just wanted why to why, why don't people... More, awesome cape. Why is it that you don't get more Imperials who don't, who don't wear capes, huh? Right. I mean, you know, Vader rocked the cape. I mean, yeah. yes... I mean, yes, Edna, you're right. No caps! But, uh, <laughs> but nobody's genre. flying around or anything. Yeah, no yeah, one's yeah, flying yeah. around, and they just look cool. Right. And whenever you, you issue a powerful command and turn around a 180 in a melodramatic yeah. fashion, yeah. I mean, you got to be wearing a well, cape when you do you that, approach, when you turn on your heel. Or whatever you approach, and the cape billows. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, I that's mean, why people wear long... That's why badasses wear long coats. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, because when you think about people who rock capes in Star Wars... You got Darth Vader. You got Krennic. Lando Calrissian, Lando. baby. Lando has yeah. got that Lando swag. Fucking Calrissian, yep. you know, because uh, and then at, at one point Leia rocked a cape in, uh, on Bespin. In a bit, it, Luke kind of with the cloak combo. It's yeah. not really a cape per se. Yeah, yeah. yeah. his cloak, it, but it, it functions as a cape with a hood. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. And yeah. also to a lesser extent, when she was dressed up as the bounty hunter, because she had kind of a billowy right. thing behind her. Right. But then fucking Palpatine. Had the robes. Yeah, know? I mean, the Jedis don't need capes because they got robes. Yeah, yeah exactly. And robes are badass enough. Right. Um, but then, you know, but yeah. So, but yeah, with, with Krennic with the cape, that was that was great. And was they, like, they made it look like part of the uniform. It wasn't like, right. I throw this cape over. No. Yeah, you're, you're it didn't feel like he's playing dress up. It felt natural. It worked. And part of it is because he's not actually an Imperial officer. He is part yeah, of another. He like a science officer or something. Yeah, it's not part of the actual military. Although he was wearing the white like of a yes. admiral, and he had the that was him, uh, stroking his ego. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't. So that's a, that's an had, interesting distinction. Those, I didn't realize. Ring buttons on him too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because he had the access of that rank. Because mm-hmm. those things not only showed other people your rank, they were also, when you pass by a door, says, yes, you're allowed in here. Like security right. clearance yeah. stuff. It's a barcode. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's much. actually why Vader had that chest piece with the with the lights the on light it. Bright. Yeah. 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 It was it was actually his all access pass. <laughs> that torso light right of yours. Yeah. He gets to skip yeah. the lines light and bright, ride yeah, the roller coaster. Light right on his chest, you know. Although but uh yeah that was I mean Although, you know, with Vader also the doors are just so scared they'll open anyway. <laughs> you must be at least this tall to oh never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh he's taller than that shit. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, that he's got a fucking lightsaber right open too. Yeah. <laughs> the universal key. Yeah. Yeah, no the master doubt. key. 
Yeah, Qui-Gon showed us that in episode one. It's, I'm sorry. It's hard they, made, they made an episode one? Yeah. <laughs> it's hard talking about this movie without spoiling it. Yeah, without spoiling yeah. it. Good God. Um, well, we've gone for 20 minutes. Battle of Normandy Should... in space. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, <laughs> we've yeah. gone for 20 minutes, and I think... Uh, and 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 at this point, we've said go see it a couple times. I think. Right. Well, and okay, go see it. See it go see it. If you have seen it, go see it again. Right. I well, probably will go see it again. I'm going uh, tomorrow. So I got work tomorrow. Taking going with my sister. But uh, yeah, and, and, I didn't much actually care for the 3D. I'll say that. It, I think um, it was very subtle. I, I yeah. I don't I, think it made or break it. Yeah, I like it, you I, know. My problem was. 3D always kind of takes me out just slightly because my eyes have difficulty with it with my glasses. Mm. Um, I think so, the, the IMAX component is more important than the 3D component because the very scale, yes. the vistas and the battles. Very and stuff. yes, I yeah. I highly recommend seeing it in you know high quality like whatever what like 16K projection like you get with IMAX. <clears throat> yeah. Um, because. <laughs> yeah. But um, <laughs> but honestly. The 3D is very much take it or leave it. Yeah, um, it is. I only have really one major benefit from watching it in 3D, and without spoiling, it's where the actual plans were in that room. Yes, that was a cool. Scared the crap out of Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, the 3D—that was the other problem. Um, but we'll have to get into that with spoilers for me too. So yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I think that's good enough here for now. Uh, for non-spoilers, you will now hear some music. I don't know whether I can find any royalty-free jizz or not. Um, do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you'll get something, and uh, we'll back, be back in just a moment. Going forward, it's a trap. That's a trap. That's no, a trap. It's not so much a trap as there will be spoilers. <laughs> the clever ruse. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, to, to go to go right into. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to. Start. I'm going to. We're we're going to inch our way into the spoilers. So the thing I had a lot of trouble with with 3D was they did so much over like. I just spat on my computer. Um, <laughs> he did so much that was over really f- tall fuck off vistas. What is it with the Empire and drops? I am I am actually scared of heights. Ah. And uh, okay. like when <coughs> when uh, Jen Fear was, will keep the local systems in line. When Jen had to had to run out on that on that completely nonsensical catwalk seven thousand feet because up fuck in you, the Neil. air. We know you're scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to know who was the engineer that built that shit. Yeah, let's Probably let's, let's take let's take the thing that's going to align the dish and yeah. put it way the fuck off over there, <laughs> floating out in space at the top of a giant spire. Right, without you know, with with a with a waist high railing. Yeah, well, well it, it had a railing at least. At least it had a railing. The Death Star didn't. Yeah, yeah. Death Star had these you know. Yeah. Well, they didn't want to pay up. They didn't want to like shell for a pension package. So they figure eventually <laughs> they fall off. They just get a new guy. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, 
fucking hell. Now, now, we're and so there were co- there, really yeah. there were a couple times where I was like, yeah. make it not this scene. <laughs> where, the, where the 3D really came in for me was when the fleet showed the fuck up. Oh, yeah, that, oh, was, that was great. <laughs> yeah, like, that was great. I was sitting here getting into the scene and going, just kind of leaning back in the seat because like, they're going to hit me, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, I think, and this is the thing that we were trying not to talk about for yes. the entire first 20 minutes, I think it also helped out with the uh, a very uncanny valley... Uh, um, Tarkin? Grandma of Tarkin. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was really throwing for me because I was looking at it and I was like... There is it was it was super uncanny valley for me. It was like yeah. there is something very wrong about this. Right, but you know, uh, by the same token, you know, I was thinking. But at the same time, I was also like, "Damn, that's impressive." Yeah, fucking a. Yeah, and, and somebody's got to be the first one to do it, and nobody's right. done it before. And a lot of people uh, are. I don't know. They're they, him over it. They, they did. Uh, they did it in uh, Tron Legacy. Yeah, but he wasn't dead. No, I mean, he, yeah, and you had. There was weird when they're dead. There. Yeah, I mean, they did the same thing. And Robert, Robert Downey Jr. Jr. in Civil yeah, War. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this yeah, was a complete do, recreation of a dead guy. Yeah, it's kind of movie that Peter Cushing had been in. I felt like they made the nose a little too big. Yeah, yeah maybe. Well, when it's 16 stories tall, everything's too big. But <laughs> it was, it was a bit shiny, actually. too, is what yeah. made it an yeah. obvious seat. That, 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 that was a thing for the, the Leia bit at the end, way too shiny. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I didn't... I mean, like, literally Honestly, the Leia bit, I thought, was better than the Cushing. That's right. Yeah. I, I, I seem to be the only person that feels the exact opposite. A lot of people Kishin didn't bother me that much, but Leia really freaked when me I, out. Well, when I was well, when I was stepping out of the theater, a lot of people thought that they had just managed to get someone who looked a lot like Carrie Fisher. Yeah. A lot of people thought it had passed the Uncanny Valley. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, and, the and I was like, no, and I said to one of them, like, no, you didn't. That was CG. Yeah. It was damn good CG, but that was CG. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, see, with with, with uh, Cushing, yeah, they did a lot of stuff from other movies, and it wasn't really him, so it was 2D. And there, you know, there there's some critiques that are honest about it, but good God, this is the first time. Yeah. Well, this I feel extent. having the balls to do it. And yeah. you do it pretty well. Yeah, and yeah. To, it was, to set that precedent yeah. is far overweighs any nitpicking. Yeah, the biggest yeah. complaint that I, the biggest complaint I ever heard about uh, Tarkin was the morality of it. It wasn't whether they did a oh, good yeah. job; it was just whether it was more. Is it all right okay. to cast Peter Cushing after he's dead? Because well, where do you draw the line? Yeah, the state said it was okay. Yeah. So yeah, they, they went. They, they went, asked. <laughs> yeah, they went. They checked. Yeah. They they got his estate's permission. But you really yeah. want Grand Moff Tarkin to be in this movie, but your dad's dead. Can, yeah. can we uh, can, can we, we digitally repackage his likeness? Yeah. Yeah. Can we can we digitally bring him back to life? If I was if I was involved in the estate, I'd be like, I don't know. Can you get the original movies out on Blu-ray? Maybe we, we, we can come to an agreement here. <laughs> but he actually, it's like he has more screen time. Dead. He did. He did. He did, he did have more screen time dead than alive. Yeah. yeah. It's a shame because. That's a shame. <laughs> uh, because Tarkin is a great character. Yeah, and those five words. Even five Will already. Of, <laughs> yeah. Will of Tarkin. Yeah, I would, I would become a planet destroying menace because of that shit, too. <laughs> well, I thought it was funny. That His first name is Will of Let's destroy the planet. No, no, no. Just a city. And then they get to Alderaan. Boom! Yeah. <laughs> well, he got, you know, the first time he was like, 
Oh, okay. Let's just. Oh, we need a statement, not a manifesto. That, apparently, more, apparently right. when it came to Alderaan, they needed a fucking manifesto. Yeah. Well, I think that was like the control. It was a proof of concept thing. Yeah. 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 And, and, yeah. They didn't so, want to like, start on a planetary steel and then find out there's a flaw and it blows itself up or something. You want to right. start small and go from there. Yeah, 10% power, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, one reactor. One reactor. Yeah. Oh my God, well, also, there's that became the scariest why, thing. Yeah, you don't need to fucking kill an entire planet. Right. Yeah. Especially when it's occupied by a lot of, especially when like other parts of the planet are still are still you know uh, occupied by Imperials. Right. That, yeah, yeah, that was the idea. Yeah, it's solidifying their control. Yeah. Here, let's like so let's just blow up the city where we're pretty sure. Uh, where we're pretty sure Sagarera's hanging out. Right. Right. We'll be sure he's good and dead. Yeah. yeah. And with the Death Star, close does count. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. because with the horseshoes, hand grenades, and death stars. Yeah, horseshoes, hand grenades, nuclear weapons. Well, yeah. in, in weapon, that, any weapon of mass destruction, really. Yeah. <laughs> because in in the, the second time they fire it, they actually miss. Yeah, they clip the top of the thing, but that you know what? Uh huh. That was intentional. Destroy the dish to prevent transmission. Too late. Yeah, that's and kind of shock- overkill. Let's hit it with a planet-destroying weapon. No, and then the shockwave like- would destroy anything left over. Yeah, yeah, but, but why not just why not just you know, laser beam right at the top of the freaking dish because it's right underneath the hole in the shield. Any fucking how it could yeah. be the Death Star could only fire certain angles. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, no, you are making like- apologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not like they didn't. To be fair, it's all very vague. We don't know a lot of technical yeah. abilities. Speaking yeah. of star destroyers, oh my god! That's Ramming big. the star destroyer into the thing, um, yeah. the star destroyer, brilliant! Yeah, it was great. Like, well, they got hammerhead destroyer. I was going hammerhead destroyer. Wait, yeah, just like ramming. Speed. And and you gotta love how you know every single person on that Corvette was like, so who wants to sign up for a suicide mission? Because yeah. you gonna die. <laughs> I think that he had the hammerheads do it because they're notorious for having strong fronts. Yeah, it, it, it's part of yeah, it yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Also, that wasn't uh, that was not Admiral Akbar. That was no, some no, other, other Mon Call. Yeah. yeah, Admiral, who I'm pretty sure is dead now. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, but but at the same time, why is it all of the re- why? I mean, are, are the Mon Call supposed to be like super special or something? The majority of the fleet is their ships. Uh, their ships. Oh, yeah, they design. Also, think uh, that they're, they're called Mon Calamari cruisers. They tend okay. to think yeah. in. They tend to think in three dimensions. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> being yeah. ocean, being uh, sea dwellers. Yeah. 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 It goes to their psychology, so they're good in like yeah. space tactical situations. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, it was. That was. They're really good at spotting traps too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't help but notice though that the uh, this is something that I noticed that I'm not sure whether how many other people would have noticed, but the uh, layout of the of the bridge Mm -hmm. uh, was a lot like the uh, was uh, was a whole hell of a lot like the layout of the bridge for base battleship Yamamoto, uh, with with the captain's chair. Going up or going around in a three-dimensional, like windowed space where you can see everything. <coughs> it was really damn cool. <coughs> but uh, either that or was the White Star. I can't remember which. Sorry. Now, uh, since I've seen ship Yamato, y- Yamato, it came down into the. Uh, I thought it came down into the. But anyways. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yamato, Yamato that, not Yamato. Those hammerheads. Uh, the, that design first was in, I believe, Knights of the Old Republic, yes, and yes. then the Old Republic, uh-huh. yeah. and then in Rebels. You actually see, in Star Wars Rebels, you actually see the Rebellion stealing those ships. Yeah. To be used by the Rebellion later. Well, that's the thing is the the uh, the <coughs> Alliance they patched together a lot of their stuff on the fly. Like yeah. there's a there's a story behind a lot of their major like technologies and systems and stuff. Like 
getting the X-Wing going. Like, that was a prototype thing that they yeah. made off with. And yeah, it was, a, it was a prototype uh, Z-95 modification. Something like that, yeah. yeah. And the Y-Wing, most of the Y-Wings that they have are ones that, in Rebels, were saved from being decommissioned and destroyed. Right, which is why they're so old and clunky. Also, super and cool and to see, uh, you see yeah. uh, the Y-Wings actually being used as bombers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, uh, and that was... And then we get to see Gold Leader and Red Leader. Oh, yeah. Original <laughs> shots, by Yeah. Way. Yeah. So awesome. I mean, but, you know, we get to see that these are, you know, these guys are leaders because they are veterans. Oh, and by the way, uh, seeing that opening night, like, see, uh, being part of that whole shared experience of them showing up, like, Gold yeah. Leader standing by, Red yeah, Leader standing sure everyone's like, I'm oh. sure the theater went, oh! Yeah, it was oh, great. It was I, I really warm was mad all that I couldn't get off work to go see that opening. Uh, yeah. Well, there, there, there was... It, it, we almost rioted. Um, <laughs> yeah, we had a bit of a mishap when we saw it. Yeah, yeah. then they start showing uh, it started Fantastic, showing Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic yeah. Beasts, yeah. yeah. It's funny because I recognized all the trailers we saw in yeah. the order that we saw them. Like, this is <laughs> You're like, wait right. a minute. Yeah, something's wrong. Yeah, it's like, I've got a bad feeling about this. Yeah. And then they start doing the, the countdown for IMAX, which is supposed to be in 3D if you're watching a 3D movie. Yeah, and I, took, actually, I remember taking my yeah, glasses off. It's not in 3D. I was like, something's not right. Some, yeah, something's wrong and then, it goes black, and then we get the WB logo and Harry Potter music. <laughs> da, 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 yeah, and someone right. behind us is like, yeah, Harry Potter! <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone else well, is like, know, slash Darth Vadering, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then they, so they st- after a few minutes, they stop it. And the next thing we see... I'm like, sorry, it wasn't space, It wasn't Battleship uh, Yamato, it was uh, White Base okay, from Mulsu uh, yeah. Gundam Wing that it was reminding me of. I um, think. Anyways, so yeah, and then we get random scene from the middle of the movie. Oh, God. It was the very... Yeah. Well, we didn't know. It gave us something to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, I, it was it's, a hell it's of a tease. Vader throwing shit around. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean... Yeah, just a little know, snippet of, like, a rebel trooper, like, clutching at his throat, flying towards the side, and then it freezes. By the way, like, that oh, goddamn Vader scene oh my is God. great. I oh came. God. I want yes. an entire movie of that. One of the oh, things, so that, I, one of the things that, that I will never be unhappy about, the, about with the prequels was... The what was how more how much more badass the Jedi got to be? Yeah, yeah. Because even with in Return of the Jedi, they were working with eighties tech. Yeah, yeah. And they were just being damn impressive with eighties tech. Yeah. But you know, but yeah, <laughs> being I mean, letting Vader just gesture and this guy just comes flying up to yeah, the ceiling. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, and you know they're like ah the door won't open. You know, and you can but was that scene directed by Sam Raimi? Because <laughs> that felt like a horror movie to yeah. me. Yeah, they're, it's all claustrophobic and close shot, and they're like they have wild eyes and they're sweating and they're screaming because and they're backing Darth away. Motherfucking Vader, exactly. Come right. to kill and you. It's a and force of nature. I read a comment. It's amazing. It's like, someone's like, what happened? Did did Vader pull a hamstring <laughs> <laughs> or something? Because between Does he still have a hamstring to pull? <laughs> right. Because you know. Because after that, he goes back to the episode But well, it's obvious he used up all of his mana. Right. Uh, <laughs> didn't get to a Dark mana potion in time. But yeah, I mean, this was it, but that that scene right there. Oh you know, and God, it's like, and there's once, it's like, here, take it, take it. You know, you see the guy putting, handing the, 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 the data, take the, the thing, we're gonna die anyway. Yeah, so, you know. And the lightsaber goes fucking through the door as yeah, he's handing it off guy. to that guy. He yeah. barely gets away with it. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, man, you know, and I don't know, this, um, 
and when when the tentative just, I mean, the tentative doesn't just. I mean, it it, it know, drops out. It doesn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boom! It's it's like it's like watching a it's like watching a a, a small boat drop off of a ship and hit the water. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And you know, because it because it, it 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 hits. It goes to a slight one ang- angle to one yeah, side. Yeah, it was like it was and like a light the, the freaking right. light speed as fast as possible. Yeah. Pow! And it was going. And Vader gets out and gets gets to the thing. He's like. Well, shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting here going, yeah. You know, even though it wasn't as like action packed, the first scene with Vader. Yeah, where that they, was great. They do a flyover of Mustafar, and you see for the first time in a movie Vader's fucking palace. Yeah. God. And they finally answer the question from the trailers of who's in the fucking back to tank. Yeah. <laughs> Vader. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. wants to whine about. Tarkin. Tarkin's yeah. being mean, Lord Vader. Yeah. And, so and, and Vader is like one of the few people that, and like, and I'm sorry, not Vader, but like, Tarkin's one of the few people that Vader respects. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and frankly, yeah. at that point, answers to. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like in the original movie, he's like, release him. Vader, Vader, release him. Vader's like, oh, dad. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not so much uh, answers to, it's just that kind of respect for each other. Yeah. Yeah, because cause T- Tarkin and Vader. Well, Tarkin and Anakin yeah. were together during the Clone Wars. Right. When it was still the Republic. But then, you know, then Tarkin goes off the fucking rails with the Tarkin Doctrine. Well, even if you, goes, even if, good uh, job. Even <laughs> if you know? ignore the Clone Wars stuff, I think just the brutal uh, efficiency of Tarkin yeah. is something that Vader's like, all right, I respect that. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what he did. He was tasked with just single-mindedly hunting down all the remaining Jedi yeah. and just... Just you know, go like, out there, kill the force of nature. Just yeah, kill, search yeah. and destroy everything. Right. So yeah. I like seeing Vader choking Krennic, and that line says, "Be careful, you don't choke on your own aspirations." I gotta say, yeah. I hated that line. See, this is a very divisive line. That felt, People love it or hate it. That to me felt so much like a line that George Lucas would have written. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's the thing, though. If and you directed. if you if you go back to the original trilogy, the Vader snark was always there. Like yeah. he gave the lines like that. Now that one was a little on the nose, and I I'm not a big yeah. fan of it myself. Yeah. But but it was you know was perhaps like, you feel you're being treated unfairly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was always sassy Vader. Yes. Yeah. yeah you know? This is true. I just didn't. I've altered the dude. Yeah, I don't hardly any further. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah, the robot just... chicken bit with that. Yes. By the way, this, this this date, and now I also need you to wear this robot, this rainbow wig, and ride a unicycle. <laughs> this was not part of the deal. I have altered the deal. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Vader's one of the few people in the galaxy who can just get away with that shit. I, I, I can, I can do this all night. The Emperor is not as forgiving as I am. <laughs> right. And like, right. congratulations, Admiral Piet. Yeah. Like yeah. seriously, like all these lines. Admiral Like Piet. he's been a smartass the entire well, time. Yeah. Well, yeah. also he had literally just killed Admiral Ozell too. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't disappoint me. By the way, just a quick yeah. aside thing here. That was one of my favorite bits in the original trilogy is just that lingering last second where he's like nervously looking around and like motioning people to get the bodies away. Yeah. Like that just t- said so much in a single shot there. Oh, yeah. You know, about how they lived in fear over, constantly. Yeah. Well, and that, and he killed the guy over the TV. Yeah, they probably hadn't seen that shit yeah. before. They're like, it's he like, can do this across the holonet? What the yeah. fuck is going on right now? I guess he, I guess line of sight is literally. Literally, just he has to be able to see me. Yeah, he just has to know where I am. Right. You know? 
<laughs> He's somewhere in the That's another one I like Robot Chicken's version of. It's like, Vader likes to think he can choke us to death. You really can't. We just pretend to die and then come back under a disguise and a new name. And one rank up. <laughs> Joey over there has died five times. <laughs> got a beard, fake nose, glasses. <laughs> I think an Afro wig. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, oh, God, yeah. Vader. Robot Vader, Chicken Star Wars, by the way, is really, really fun. It is. Yeah. I love Robot Vader, Chicken. But Vader was the badass. He should always be. Yes. 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 And I, that's one of the things I'll be eternally so grateful for this movie about is they redeemed Vader's, Vader's legacy. Yes. Yes. And I feel it's a perfect blend of like the prequels part where like he is a you're able to take advantage of the high tech stuff and do more elaborate stuff but then also the old school just like he's not running and flipping around he's just purposely striding well, not, that, yeah, yeah, not yeah. missing a breath he's, not missing a step just just a yeah. constant and, and, way and, 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 and he can't do the flips anymore he's more machine now than man twisted <laughs> and evil <laughs> right, right, right. Wait, what you did there see it I do <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah but but even even still as he's walking through you know the uh, whoever it's very much an unstoppable force oh, yeah. and you can see the rage because he's just like Rawr! you know you can't see his face but you can see his movements the way he overdoes you yeah. know certain movements and where before he would you know he would you know it's where before he might have done it with an open hand he does it with a closed fist yeah, um, yeah. well I think a good thing uh, a subtle thing they do there um, is they never say have him say no yeah, 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 yeah. well yeah. <laughs> he actually doesn't even speak through that whole thing. No, and that's as it yeah. should be. No, he's just breathing. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. need to speak. All he needs to do is breathe. And, well, I was going to say, menacingly. Is, yeah. you know, the back to tank shot you're talking about, they, they give you that little glimpse of how horribly scarred and disfigured yeah. and how he must be in constant agony all the time. Mm-hmm. And they don't even, they don't directly address it. They just give you the shot and let you reach your own conclusions. So then when you get to that scene, you realize, like, this is when Vader finally gets to, like, cut loose this is like therapy for him is killing people yeah. like when he gets his anger on and he does stuff and he vader he's at his vaderiest you know <laughs> yeah. like that's the one time of day where he's not in constant like you know just fuming and in pain and miserable like yeah. these are these brief brief little bursts of him which is sort of <laughs> depressing that the character is only at peace when he is murdering and destroying oh, i'm gonna go kill some people Whee! Oh, give me scene. some motherfuckers right right that yeah. scene in that hallway reminded me of the first uh, level of the first Force Unleashed game, where you get to play Vader yeah, you play and Vader to give, to give you an idea of what you'll be later. Yeah, in the get game. your yeah your yeah. Vader on yeah. Kashyyyk or Kazuk. Oh, yeah. Kazuk, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but just killing yeah. Wookies left and right. Yeah, that was pretty great. Yeah, yeah. and and, and to people that. who don't know what the hell we're talking about, Kazuk Friday. <laughs> <laughs> because, like I said, this episode I might not get it out tonight. Still, uh, normally we record them like a week in advance. I'm getting this one out as soon as I can. Before Life Day. Yeah, yeah. Before, life day. before Life Day. We have to transmit. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, and, and it just... The, mm-hmm. And that's just once... I mean, this is all we got, all, just on one scene. Yeah, as so like, tempting as it is to, to focus on Vader, seconds we got to move on. Yeah, I mean, um, and we just got like... So many things to touch yeah. on. So, um, I was really, really um, surprised and... Very impressed uh, by how they decided to end it. Yeah. Um, Me too. Me- mega spoilers at this point. They killed everybody. Yeah. yeah. Every single character is dead at the end of it, or watching a or watching a shockwave that will kill them. Right. Yeah. The real Suicide Squad. Yeah. 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 I was I was waiting for the Quentin Tarantino credit. I was like, okay, where is he? He must have directed at least one scene because everyone fucking dies. Yeah. yeah. But the thing, is, the thing about it is, is that 
it, it's one of those things. Normally, I would just hate that, but I'm going. No, it works. No, this it works. works. This yeah. is. This makes perfect sense. They yeah. all kind of knew they were not going to make right. it out of this. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it was just like and this they were, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And this was this hopeless suicide mission. It gives yeah. it's, it gives so much more like stakes and like tension and like yeah. drama and just payoff, emotional <clears throat> payoff when you know paid for this. Yeah. It's not like in the in the main movie. It's like oh, you know, maybe Porkins will bite it or whatever. But you know, the main Who the characters fuck cares about Porkins. The, the main characters will be okay. Yeah. They're all gonna survive. It'll yeah. be okay. It's like yeah. no, no, like, no one had fucking this, immunity. This one. <laughs> they know they're not no, walking well, away. From no, they, this. they all Star- had. They all had plot. They all had plot armor until it ran out. Yeah. yeah. For this movie, Star Wars became Game of Thrones. <laughs> Careful who you fall in love with, character wise. They yeah. killed Donnie Yen second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was. Uh, and, and and but the thing was, as he was uh, when he said, "Okay, I can do this." Walking across the thing, I was like, shit, he's about to die. Yeah. yeah. Watching this is like, he's going to make it to the Master Switch, just walking. Oh, yeah, obviously. I was, I, I'm one with the Force, and the Force is with me. Walking, he's going to make it across, he's going to throw the Switch, and then he's going to get shot by, like, 12 people and die. Because Stormtroopers can aim now. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's the fucking... Stormtroopers were a, were, a, were a threat. I guess, no, actually, they killed him third. They killed uh, they killed Bodhi for, uh, second. No, with the actually, grenade, no, he was the first one to die. I think he was the first one to die because... No, no. Uh, K2 was the first one to die. Yeah, K2 was. Okay. Yeah, and that was... That was when shit hit the fan. Yeah, and K2, oh, yeah. man... It showed how much of a badass he was. So far, he'd been a badass already without a blaster. Yeah. Then they give him one, and he's... Yeah, yeah. Even, <laughs> not even looking. The time yeah. he hears someone walking up, he, he's not even. <laughs> yeah, and, and you can't. And this is not a visual medium, but he's looking straight ahead. He just holds his 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 left hand out directly uh, in in line with his body. He's looking straight forward, can't even see his hand. If he's doing anything like I am right now, pulls the trigger and shoots a, a stormtrooper center match. It looks like it's like a martial arts trip where someone punches someone or backhands someone without looking. <laughs> yeah, he only ends up shooting him with a blaster backhand. in the chest. Yeah, it's an offhand yeah. backhand except yeah. for the gun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was just like... Gun food. Yeah, and, and he was... And he's in the middle of all that, he's doing everything. He's still shooting, not looking at yeah. all, the, you know, all the mayhem and destruction. Well, it was a great callback because there's that moment earlier where he was like, oh, they get blasters, but I don't get a blaster. And Jen's like, oh, you wanted one, right? Here you go. Yeah. And at that moment, he was so happy. Like, oh, if, if he could if he could cry, he would. continues to confuse me. <laughs> right, yeah. And but, unfortunately, but they, but that was also, his death sentence. Yeah, and he, but he makes that sacrifice... And then when he thinks he's clear and one of them shoots him in the back, you could tell, even though the droid wasn't overly expressive, Mm -hmm. he was mad. Yeah. He gets shot and turns around. (laughs) Yeah, he's like... um, Yeah, just man... I mean, takes out three stormtroopers without even having a blaster in hand. (laughs) I think I can explain this. Boom, boom, boom. (laughs) (laughs) Mike's description when the the first... When he he comes up, what did you say? I said he buddy-foo-fooed him. (laughs) He he walks up, and at this point, he just looks like every other Imperial bipedal droid. And And the Imperial guy, like the little guard, the little sentry or whatever, is like... Uh, what like uh, can I? What can I help you with or whatever? He's like, can I be of a like? Can I help you? Something like that. And he's like, that won't be necessary. And just close like close-handed fists over the head like oh, bopping yeah. bunny foo foo. Yeah, yeah, bam. I mean, it's yeah. cartoonish. And he had some of the best lines too. Like, oh yeah, you are being rescued. Please try not to resist. <laughs> yeah, please do not resist. Yeah, congratulations, you are being yeah. rescued. Please do not resist. And when they were uh, told that if they failed to get through the shield, they'd end up in the vacuum of space, and he goes, wonderful. And they all look at him and he's like, what? I could survive in space. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's that's pretty great. Well, yeah, not me. I can survive <laughs> in the vacuum of space. <laughs> well, I gotta yeah. say, now that I'm thinking about it, like they even made, they even put in like layers of subtlety into the droid, yeah. despite his like apparent one-dimensionalness. Like, oh, the way I'm reprogrammed, I just say what comes to mind. But he yeah. specifically says. When he goes to the mission, he's like, oh, the captain's making me. But then not too much longer, he's freely giving up his life yeah. to protect yeah. him. And that's not part of the programming, yeah. per se, because he's protecting everyone else. I will stand course, with you, Jin. Captain says I have to. Yeah, Captain says I have to. <laughs> have to. Um, uh, but at the same time, um, I was going to say a thing, and now I can't remember what. Alan Tudyk did a great job. Alan Tudyk, yeah. Yeah. He's a leap, up, leap on the wind. Robot. Watch how he starts. <laughs> yeah, he's it's his, it's his second robot. Um, what was his first? No, I robot. He was the he was. The oh first. yeah, yeah. on your mind tonight, Neil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I I everyone knows this. I don't remember who Man. is in yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Especially bad. when it's just their voice, unless it's Steve Bloom, <laughs> because you couldn't recognize him anywhere. I, I could recognize Steve Bloom's voice in a crowd, yes. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we haven't mentioned... Something we hadn't mentioned yet is uh, uh, Gail Urso, um, Galen Urso, rather. Galen, Galen Urso, Urso, yeah. Played by Mads Mikkelsen, a.k.a. the villain from Doctor Strange, yeah. a.k.a. villain from Casino Royale. And yeah. Hannibal. Lafayre. Oh, yeah, Hannibal. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Hannibal. he's played a lot of villains. Yeah, and... He's a good actor. And, and the... The scene that I think he was at his best... Wasn't even him there physically. It was the, the hologram. Oh, the hologram the was hologram. so yeah, it's like so moving. All of that pouring out rage. His yes, yeah, yeah. right. You know, and yeah, and it was just like, rah, you know, oh, behold, cool. my, yeah. behold, my, behold my revenge on the empire. Well, the interesting thing is, I what and see. This is another brilliant part about the movie. Not only did they redeem Vader's legacy, they redeemed the ridiculousness of the Death Star retroactively. They're like, oh. One of yeah, the lead designers intentionally built an obvious glaring flaw to yes, serve as a subtle flaw. As a, yeah, as, no, it wasn't even obvious. That was the thing. He had to make it as subtle as goddamn possible. Yeah, it's an unshielded. Well, it seems vent. obvious when you have the entire technical yeah. readout. It's an un, yeah. yeah, it's but an unshielded. It, yeah, it's an yeah. unshielded vent. Thermal that, exhaust port. Yeah, thermal precise. exhaust port that happens to lead directly down to. Which, you know, all they had to do to fix that, if anyone had noticed, no, just put a mesh screen over it (laughs) so it could still vent. Yeah. Or, you know, or open it, you know, and tie, you know, put a, you know. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you know, in Be- on Bespin, they have these, these vents that open? <laughs> you know, like vents do. Yeah. It made sense, though, that nobody else noticed it because nobody else was privy to the entire plan. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the that's the irony is he used their secrecy yeah. against them. Krennic because, specifically yeah. separated, like, yeah. you were working on the weapon, you are working on the shields, and most of them didn't even know what they were yeah. working on. Except he was working on... Everything yeah. he yeah. And, and that was also his downfall. It was his doom. It was why he ended up having to die um, because yeah. he yeah. had made himself so valuable and worked on so yeah. much that the that the that the rebellion thought him to be a key figure. Right. Yeah. Which they were correct. I mean, it was right, but he was only a key figure because he made himself so. Well, yeah. well but see, that's and I loved his reasoning because yeah. if he didn't do it, somebody, somebody else would. would, and they wouldn't build in the weakness. Yeah. 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 yeah, that was like kind of like the whole Batman. Like, I'll be whatever they need me to be. I'll yeah. be the bad guy. You know that kind right. of thing. Yeah, except they, <laughs> and, and except they didn't screw it up with the third movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but then okay, and then that comes back to critic. <laughs> also, um, sorry, just a thing I noticed. Mads Mikkelsen apparently is going to be in Death Stranding, which it makes me happy. 
<laughs> um, Kojima's new mo- uh, new game, movie, whatever you want to call it. You know, his, his actual name sounds like a fictional character. Mads Mikkelsen. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he sounds he sounds like a Bond villain kind his of. His brother is the voice of Admiral Thrawn in Rebels. Oh, nice, uh, nice. Ah, Thrawn's so, Thrawn's canon again. Yes. By the way, when I saw that cape. In the trailer, I was like, please make Thrawn involved somehow. Please yeah. make Thrawn involved. And I was hoping. That was one of the few things I was a little disappointed there wasn't a Thrawn shout out. Also, yeah, I was hoping for a Kyle Katarn shout out, too. Yeah, I because thought that you know, Cassian, he, just before the wave hit them, I thought Cassian would go, because he's an intelligence officer. They don't use their real names. Right. I have expected him, like, right at the end to go, you should probably know before... This before we die. This my my real name is Kyle Katarn. Yeah. <laughs> or just Kyle. Yeah, or just Kyle. Yeah, that would be so happy. It would have made, it would have made all of, it would have made everyone, everybody You know, you know the perfect screwed. way to do that would be like to have that knowing moment where like they're bearing their souls to each other because they both know they're about to die and she's like, so what's your real name anyway? And he's like, Kyle. And they just kind of give each other <laughs> yeah. the nod and blow up. You know? Yeah, but Katarn <laughs> goes past the, uh, but anyways, uh, something to go back to the whole the Empire's lawful evil um, thing. <laughs> Is when Krennic basically is going, one of you has betrayed us, you know, and um, with the engineers. Yeah. I was half expecting one of the engineers to step forward, like, yeah, it was me, sorry. I'm Spartacus. Yeah. No, no, no. I thought, I thought that, I, I, <laughs> I, I didn't, I, I thought that we were going to go a slightly different, and I thought that Mads Mickelson character was just going to actually end up having. Another rebel spy just happened to be working with him. him. Oh. Well, no, no, just happened to be working with him and have that person oh, be like, okay. Not knowing "Fuck, him. I'm dead. Yeah, Fuck, yeah. they got me," and have him step forward. Right, <laughs> but but it it says it said so much to uh, to you know Galen to the character of Galen. It's like, no, it was me. But then Krennic to punish him. It's like, okay, kill, kill them all. Else, kill everyone right? yeah. else. Right. But then Krennic. Falls prey to the classic evil overlord blunder. Yeah. Punish everybody but the right guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they still needed him. Yeah, because I won't well, kill yeah. a random underling. This is the price for failure. You know, everybody else this is the price for failure. Yeah. But I'm the one who. F- Wait, no, why am I yeah. speaking up? Yeah. <laughs> why am I? Talking? Yeah. Why am I? Getting, why am I? Uh, oh, what was the look that you're talking about? Yeah, about I, I don't know what talk. Okay. I'm guessing some look from Mon Mothma. Yes, it was when the when Rogue One took off, and everybody else is going ah, and Mothma just gets that little slight that just, tiny little smirk, that tiny little smirk, <laughs> like yep, just the barest crease. Yeah, because it was what she wanted all along. Well, and, and that's I gotta say, like that is that her that's her mo. That's is that. You can see all these like wheels turning, but her making a conscious effort, like it's a constant poker face. Yeah. Like you know what she really thinks and what she wants to happen, but she's she has to play all sides equally yeah. to keep everyone in line and, and everyone at the that, table. That one little twitch of the lip, man. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah you exactly. Know, Mon Mon she's is, a consummate politician. Exactly. <laughs> you yeah. know, and and right alongside her, of course, Jimmy Smith is going, "Oh, really? Huh?" <laughs> you know, that look on his face of. Yeah, big surprise. Well, and I think she has. She strikes me as the kind of character that um, puts forth, basically causes people to think, like to propose an idea. idea that is their idea. Exactly. Character yeah. does something, goes out on the limb, 
And, yeah. oh, they really think that it was their idea. And it's like, no, she pushed yeah. the domino in the first place. She yeah. would, I would not want to play against her in a game of Vampire the Masquerade. I'll just put that <laughs> yeah. out. Uh, or chess yeah. or Magic the Gathering or any, anything else. Like, uh, yeah. Magic, but, not so bad. But, but yeah, John <laughs> Wynn, uh, you know, how many do you need? And <laughs> it's like, holy crap, because there's this whole squad of, you know. There's all Saws uh, people. Yeah. Right. Excuse me. And uh, you know, they're like, hey, we're going. Come on. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Um, and I, I. So so to get back to something earlier, just because I was still I was geeking out about it because Stavien, I saw I was like holy shit because I, I. After the. Not I wasn't disappointed, but I was only very very lightly appointed by <laughs> uh, episode seven. I stopped caring about Star Wars. Bold um, words. Bold words. I was like, yeah, I'll probably go see Rogue One, because I hope it will be good. Yeah. <laughs> but I no longer had... I, 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 I hoped it would be good, but I no longer had that... I no, I no longer was entertaining that as a realistic hope. Yeah. All this talk about hope is very thematic, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Last word of the movie. <laughs> and yeah, they tied that in, and you know, that's the subtitle. Really, they're built hope. on hope. Yeah. And of course, that's the funny thing too. Is like this whole unofficial subtitle business. Like, technically, Star Wars is just Star Wars. Yeah, because and they, they added got a new hope, a new after hope. The fact, yeah, out of it. And by the way, the whole a Star Wars story that's just marketing talk. That is not yeah, in the title. title. That is completely unofficial. Yeah. They just put that yeah. in there so the mouth breathers of the world. So hey, the this thing? is Star Wars, you guys. Star Wars, Star Wars. Big the same lights. thing with Han Solo. It's Han Solo, a Star Wars story. Yeah. But um, yeah. as soon as I so I didn't know who was in it. Uh, which is why I didn't realize it was Alan Tiddick. And then uh, the, there was a guy begging, and for a little bit I didn't, I was like, I was like, swearing, holy shit, that's Donnie Yen. <laughs> and then my next thought was, holy shit, Donnie Yen has a really good, has a really good se- semi-British accent. Because I've only ever heard him speak Cantonese. <laughs> Because every movie I've ever seen him in, he's just speaking Cantonese, <laughs> and I and I was like, okay, please, he, he he's he's blind, but he's this like, faux Jedi. Please let me get uh, a Zantetsu uh, scene from it. Zantetsu, am I thinking right? I have no. No, Zatoichi. Sorry, I can't think. What's, do anything right is today. This, what does that actually mean? Uh, Zatoichi, the blind swordsman. Uh, who's an old Japanese, uh, like, <clears throat> pseudo-mythological character at this point because he's been recreated so many times. Uh, it, it's, an, it's, it's an old story of the swordsman, Zatoichi, who is blind, completely blind, but just <laughs> murders the hell out of everybody because right. he's so... because he's, like, Daredevil. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, so please... Let let me have a, a scene where Donnie Yen kicks a bunch of stormtroopers' ass with nothing but the, like a begging stick. That's a good, and they gave it to yeah, me, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm using that dude as a human shield. That was pretty dope. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. How's your foot? <laughs> he jabbed his staff into one of the stormtroopers' feet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was and great. And then he turns him into the way. He's like, "How's your foot?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, shield. I really like. Uh, Chiru for multiple reasons. He's, oh yeah, he's the Jedi without being a Jedi. He's not even a Force user. Yeah, except for his. Ability. He's a believer of yeah. the Force. Well, and I, uh, even his ability to fight. I would argue that it, it's debatable. That Chiru, it's ambiguous. That, that 
because yeah, this is this is the guy who shoots down a, a Tie Fighter <coughs> with that crossbow of his. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, uh, Chirrut. Uh, no, you're talking about. Um, oh, they're both Chirrut. Um, yeah. No, Chirrut, Donnie Yen. Yeah. I would say that he was force sensitive. Yeah. Uh, to to harken back. To show a little bit of my old school Star Wars geek cred, because I used to love Star Wars. He would have had an ability score of four in the old Decipher Star Wars CCG, <laughs> which is huge. Vader had a six. Right. Okay. <laughs> because your ability score, if you were a human being, was directly related to your attunement with the Force. Most things had one, maybe two. Han Solo had a three. Um, and there's arguments that he really probably should have a four. You know, I think what's interesting about the whole pseudo-Jedi thing, the, the true Force believer, is that that kind of tied into the whole rallying cry of the Rebellion being, being may, the, may the Force be with you. Yeah. And he was an integral part of what gave them their initial hope, so that makes more yeah. sense in the Force context. I am one with the Force, and the Force is with me. It's like, oh, that's, no, that's not snappy. That's not this little mantra. I loved it. That's not yeah. snappy enough, guys. we got to shorten it up. Uh, may the Force be with you. Okay, yeah, sounds good. Let's do this code. And he, <laughs> I love that on Jeddah, he was uh, not even officially. He was protecting that Jeddah temple. <laughs> right. Because no one else was. Because no one else was. Right. And he just and respects the Force that Well, that's much. the theme and of the movie is there, stepping there was, up where nobody else will. There was a great little, um, a great little... Easter egg in there that you probably caught, Wookie. Uh, at one point, I can't remember. I think it was actually Chirrut who said, "May the force of others be with you," which was originally actually what George Lucas wanted people to say. Ah, <laughs> and of course, uh, uh, Jeddah. We also see Ponda Baba and Doctor Evazan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and you, you realize, of course, that not long after that, the Empire blows the fuck out of this town. So somewhere at some point, they're going, "Hey, the Empire's leaving like rats on a We ship. really ought to get out of here yeah. too. Tatooine's yeah. good. I think Tatooine's good this time. Eat nice this time of year. Yeah, there, there's this cantina on Moss Eisley. I've always been wanting to try out. Right? They yeah. Got a lot of Be- yeah, <laughs> yeah, because uh, I mean, here's the thing. Rogue One ends at the beginning of, of episode four. Like, yeah. minutes. Like, you could, sti- you could stitch the films together. Yeah. Like that's well, how yeah. it's straight up. Like, like, take like, out the opening crawl yeah. and the title yeah. of the per- of episode four and just tie it to yeah, the end of Rogue One. Together, like, dead yeah. serious. Amazon and Papa Banda got on a ship to Tatooine and got their, like... <clears throat> well, remember, remember from the from the time... Uh, Three or four days later. Yeah, but then from the time that they get there, from the time that that happens, the droids hit the planet, wander around for God knows how many days. It's implied uh, to only be, like, half a day or maybe one, or, or maybe one and a half a month. But at I least think. one more day. Uh, because and they stayed with Luke overnight. They yeah, with Luke yeah. overnight. left early that morning. Right. Um, it was like a day yeah. or two. Also, there's it, there, it's questionable how long it took for uh, for the, for Rogue One to leave because that's what I'm going to call them. Yeah. Uh, to leave um, Jedha. Jedha. Yeah. Go to Yavin and then go to other place. Right. Uh, which I mean, not sure. very long, but still a while, a little bit. And the movies never really give you, and the TV shows don't do it either, give you a good idea of how long hyperspace travel is. It's just however long they need it to be. Yeah. yeah you're traveling at the speed of plot. Right. Yeah. Yep. Because, like, when they were going from, because from the- Tatooine to Alderaan, it was just long enough for Luke to 
try with the remote for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have a little yeah. conversation about the force and how it's a bunch of BS. And then, but I'll like to point out that like Yavin to uh, to planet where where the to blue Scarif. to yeah Scarif, whatever the hell it was called yeah Scarif. Um, it seemed like minutes. Well, it only took the fleet like ten minutes to get there <laughs> from Yavin Four, right? Because they're like, wait, what? They actually went there. Shit, go help them. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and red and gold leader making I was like now I will say this that is one thing that genuinely surprised me about the movie is the badass space battle like I did not see that coming space battle was fantastic they didn't allude to that at all and I'll say that one probably it was all just on the ground stuff in the trailer. and I'll say that space battle probably uh, benefited a fair bit from 3D2 yeah yeah yeah, absolutely when they all warped in it was like oh man this is gonna be amazing it's a little weird for me seeing one of those pilots I can't remember his name, uh, he's played by Ben Daniels, but um, he was one of the ones who uh, you see a lot on Yavin, and then later his X-Wing crashed due to the mustache. But anyway, it was weird seeing him in that because I've been watching the new Exorcist TV show, and he's a priest in that. <laughs> That's a very different character. From was he plays Biggs? Mm. <clears throat> no, because he died. Because Biggs Darklighter was still alive in the first battle of the Death Star? Yeah. Um... What I would have liked would have been a cameo from Wedge. Especially since he becomes the commander of Rogue Squadron, which, right. at yeah. least in my head, canon starts with Rogue One right there. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, and also because, come on, it's Wedge Antilles. He should be everywhere all the time. <laughs> he should be in every space. He's, he's, reasons. He, is the only, he is the only X-Wing pilot who gets the right to paint two Death Stars on his fuselage. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, try to top that. I mean, Luke is. Skywalker can't do that. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, yeah, he didn't, he didn't blow it up. He had to pull out. But he survived the first battle of the Death Star, which means you get to paint that shit on your, on your chassis. Yeah, <laughs> and then he man, And then he actually did something important in the second one. Yeah, he did blow up the second one. He's the one who went off and... Yeah, he blew up the regulator so that uh, so that Lando and the Falcon could yeah. blow up the primary reactor. Yeah, General Merrick is the character I was thinking of. It wasn't really um, that memorable in the movie, other than I recognized him. The 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 the, the guy who told who, who told uh, Cashin to kill Galen. No, like immediately, just if you see him, kill him right away. That was General Draven. What an idiot! Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you, you never. Even though, even if he's super important, you don't kill him immediately. If you, 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 you tell it to your, you're in, you're an intelligence. Yeah. You torture stuff out of. You are supposed to if kill him if you think you can't get him out alive. But the reason you're getting him out alive is so that you can take him back and beat every single piece of information you possibly can out of him. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and of course I love K2SO just casually betraying what uh, what Cashin was up to. <coughs> His gun was in sniper mode when he left. <laughs> he never well, said not to say anything. Well, I don't think K2SO even knew. Yeah, he didn't yeah. know what was going on. Yeah, and remember he has no filter. Yeah, yeah, which was great. <laughs> when they're walking by the stormtroopers, they say, "Where are you taking these prisoners?" Um, they're prisoners. 
says, where are you taking him? Oh, yes, I'm, uh, and he catches him, yeah. speak up, he backhands him. <laughs> Silence! <laughs> There's another one if you melt off again. And then later, sorry about uh, about the slap cash in. I, I just had to sell it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like the odds of against you are high. That's another nice callback really? of the whole like, oh, it's a ruse with prisoners thing. I think it was funny how often K2SO started mentioning the odds but no one no one ever said never tell me the odds but it was always very heavily implied right like, shut up <laughs> yeah. Yeah. or also i've got a bad feel i i have a bad feeling about this right i've got a bad he says. didn't quite say it no yeah the pink you know <laughs> yeah shut up <laughs> right the only thing that this movie was missing was a wilhelm scream no there was one there was um the, uh, i didn't, i never caught one there was no, one where I, I was like, so. "Why didn't they make that guy scream like Wilhelm?" Right, right. Uh, I expected I expected Cassie to Wilhelm scream when he when he filmed. <laughs> I wouldn't say I've been missing the scream, Bob. <laughs> but yeah, um, I expected it when they got to. Um, I think the planet was Edu, where mm-hmm. Galen was, and Jin grabbed the stormtrooper and pulled him over. The yeah, that was actually, uh-huh. that actually right there was where I was where I was like. <laughs> They missed a golden opportunity to do a Wilhelm scream. Right. Well, and then they also missed... Uh, missed because he, of, because he screamed? Yeah. Well, they also missed plenty of opportunities for Wilhelm screams during the... In, on Jeddah. Yeah. Because there were stormtroopers going flying left, right, and yeah, sideways well, there. By the way, I, you know, I really think they only needed no. one. And they set up yeah, the bombs? Yeah. One. No, no, Wilhelm okay. scream. When they were... Let's be honest. One. There were stormtroopers flying around constantly. Yeah. Which is why they needed... One Wilhelm scream somewhere in there, just for, j- just to include it. That's something where where you include one for a little bit of fan lamprey, but nothing more. It's like the I have a bad feeling about this. It's been yeah. in every Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it still was. They still included it, a little abbreviated because he couldn't quite say this. But so, I got a bad feeling about the. Right. Yeah. The uh, one of the opening one of the opening scenes of the opening battles uh, where the rebels ambushed that convoy. Um, man, the stormtroopers were flying around like rag dolls, and that that was like you were playing a level of Force Unleashed or something. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think they did a great job of making the fights feel brutal. Oh yeah. Gritty and warlike, uh, as opposed to just kind of like oh shiny plastic special effects. You yeah. know, and most of that movie was practical where it could be. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and this is why we're hitting. And this is yeah, why yeah, practical yeah. effects are good. I mean, yes, I, 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 there is, there is a time and a place for CG. Um, they did like resurrecting they, Peter Cushing. Yeah, like but resurrecting <laughs> that was great. Yeah, yeah. And the space battles were all CG, and they were fucking amazing. Oh god, yes. Uh, but I. I, I <sighs> I, I'm not one of those people that, that, that will say, uh, practical effects are none, but I will always say, if you can do an effect practically, do it. You should because it because it it's it it when when you're when you're doing something practical, it defeats the uncanny valley entirely. Mm-hmm. Right, and and it also just helps sell performances because things are really happening. You're not reacting to a green screen, especially with whatever. what we can do now with practical effects. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, for episode eight, the last I read is that Snoke is going to be an animatronic and a puppet instead of CG. Yeah, because so, you know what? They can make a fucking amazing animatronic puppet. Plus the plus the Henson Workshop needs work. 
Yeah, 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 yeah there you go. <laughs> yeah, gotta keep that gravy train flowing. So also owned by Disney. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I like the synergy there. It's corporate synergy. A couple of things I want to touch on before we run out of time here. First of all, stormtroopers. They did them right. There were stormtroopers that seemed... They seemed like actual human beings. Mm -hmm. They seemed believable. They weren't complete clowns that were like bumping their heads on things yeah. and not being able to hit anything. Like those two on Scarif talking about the, the TC-13 being out of, out yeah. of date. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, 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 were, they were bored. They were restless. They didn't expect <laughs> anything to happen. They were like your average security guard at a corporate yeah. building. Like yeah. That's how they would act. But then when they know shit's going down, they get into formation. They take yeah. cover. They work together. They're not because, idiots, and they're not unrealistically yeah. amazing. They're it's somewhere because in between. they are jarheads. They are yeah, not exactly. clones anymore. No, they're conscripts. Yeah, and they're you know, and but the thing is, is they were when they when they called for it, they were fucking brutal. Right. Uh, the death Jedi. troopers looked so badass. Yeah, those death troopers were great. Oh yeah, yeah. They sounded cool too. Yeah, and I heard a sudden sound as if a million action figures were being sold. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, because with the death wallets cried out. <laughs> yeah, man, a million credit cards cried out before the dark times, before the merchandise. <laughs> Merchandising. Yeah, they had the swamp trooper dudes. Those look pretty badass. They had like yeah. the, playing around with all the plants got them a good excuse to have a lot of different trooper variants there. Yeah, yeah. You got a whole menagerie of trooper types. There. <laughs> yeah, because you know, and the and, uh, and Mattel was going. Yes! Oh yeah, yeah. It's, I like seeing. Some, Isn't uh, Mattel owned by Disney too? Probably. Who isn't at this point? Yeah, uh, the moon is owned by Disney. There was a show. No, no. I better check Only the tag on my shirt. A third of it is owned by Disney. <laughs> That's no. A third moon. of it is owned by by Disney. A third of it is owned by Hasbro, and <laughs> and a third of it is owned by like I like Turner. Don't forget Chairface. No, but no, because <laughs> Disney owns Marvel now. Right, right. So like a third, the last third of it is owned by like Turner Broadcasting, or something, which is another giant. Monster of a or Walmart, right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not exactly what you were wanting, but they did sort of acknowledge Thrawn in the movie if you knew how to look for it. Oh, yeah, I'm all ears. What, One of the TIE it? fighters that it showed, um, I don't remember if it, I think it was on Scarif, uh huh, um, was actually one of Thrawn's special projects in Rebels. Oh, interesting! It was a prototype. New one of the, a prototype that, that flat one with the with the two. Yeah, two, yeah. it looked like it looked like a. It was like the wings it, were like this. It, yeah, it looked like, of like this. Yeah, it looked like the oh, precursor nice. to a to, to an interceptor. Advanced. Yeah. Oh, the interceptor. That's right. Yeah, the interceptor. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah I saw that. I was like, wonder what the hell that is. That's cool. That is yeah. Thrawn's little baby. Nice. nice. That I'm guessing never takes off. <laughs> This is a nice test. Well, no, so. it did. It did, it did take off. It was dogfighting with the X-wings. I'm talking about after that, but you never see it again. Right. 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 Well. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so yeah, and this is things. I love the hammerhead, you know, sh pushing the two oh, yeah. star destroyers. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. One was down, so you do whatever you wanted with it. Yeah, right. and that shows because you got hit with ion bombs. Yeah, and that shows not only a good strategy, but also the fact that that commander, general, admiral, whatever, yeah, knows yeah. his ships. Right. To know that it could take that. Yeah, it, it, it quickly get a hammerhead. <laughs> well, except when it blew up. Oh, yeah. But when it yeah. hit, quickly get a hammerhead corvette and a and a crew for a suicide mission. Well, I, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think the plan all along was okay. Get a hold in the shield, and if they survive, great. But they're probably not going to survive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and and but that was the thing is that that whole crew, that whole and, crew was so stone faced. They were like, for the greater good. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to die. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, that was a, that was a thing. Come on, you apes, you want to live forever? Yeah. yeah. It was you, could, back you could call on that from any single ship in that in that yeah. uh, rebel fleet. Yeah. You know, it's like 
give me a random hammerhead to hit, you know, and, and they would do it. Yep. Um, By the way, now that we're on to the topic of, like, the Rebel Alliance in general, uh, I wanted to quickly mention that that's another thing I feel that this accomplishes in the context of the Star Wars universe is in the saga episodic movies, the Rebel Alliance, for the most part, is portrayed as just these plucky do-gooders who save the day. Yeah. And in this, it's like this down and gritty, like, you know, Cassian is like, you know, executes his informant while telling him everything's going to be okay yeah. so that he doesn't rat out on him. Yeah, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Shit, you're right. You can't climb that. It's okay. It's, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Fine. Bang. Yeah. Yeah, because it shows like, the rebellion as the terrorists the Empire claimed them to be. Right. Because they were. Yeah, right. yeah, because yeah, the, asymmetric it, warfare yeah. could breeze. Because the Empire was a legitimate government. The rebellion yes. trying to fight against it made them terrorists. Well, it's, it, yeah. in, in the same way that any government that seizes power through force is legitimate. It, it wasn't force. He was voted in. He was voted in. Just it, well, And yes, he ended up dissolving the Senate. Senate. But yeah. Hitler, was, but, Hitler was elected. Yeah. But what came afterwards... Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and it depends on how you define legitimate. Yeah. <laughs> but I also point out, at that point even, the Senate hadn't even been dissolved yet. And right. the majority of the people in the core were still were okay with the Empire. They didn't know about all the bad shit they were doing. Yeah. This is true, yeah. Death <laughs> Station, or, or what was it called? Space Station 1? Uh, alpha? The Death Star? Yeah. Space I don't know. Space Station Alpha? Yeah, Space Station Alpha. I think it was Space Station Alpha. Space Station Alpha... No one even knew it was being built. Right. Yeah, they didn't even know what it was until after it blew up. Yeah. yeah. They they blamed Alderaan on the freaking rebels. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. you know and that was just like. Well, when you own the holonet, I mean. Yeah, pretty, it's pretty easy to do. Um, <laughs> you know, but then but then of course you've also got that's that was one of my problems with you know on that on that side. But then you have the Tarkin doctrine. You know, <clears throat> fear will you know and fear will keep the old systems in line. Fear of this space station, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, until it blows up, it would. It would have, but yeah. <laughs> Except you know those plucky rebels had a you know that they happened to. Have, so oh, had, oh, that some rebel managed to play the stupidly long con yeah. and <laughs> build a way to blow the damn thing up. That that reminded me. That's that's one of the things I want to mention is um you know I talked about that opening battle scene. One of one of the things about that I think portrayed the like the chaos and brutality of war and how the rebels aren't squeaky clean like that that bit where that guy was like dying he has a grenade and it slips out his fingers and a bunch of innocent civilians get blown up yeah like that really showed a lot more of a like layered realistic portrayal of how that stuff would go down it was like yeah. an insurgency in a Middle Although, Eastern city it should city also be pointed out where the rebels were the insurgents that those were Sogarek's uh, forces and right they the were rebellion, a splinter faction yeah. well yeah. the rebellion was like damn yeah you're Sog you're, 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 uh, you're being you need to tone it back a little bit. But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta think though. That's the official story. You know, behind the scenes, yeah. you're like, yeah, you're doing a good job. Like, <laughs> or, or, like you know, or certain factions are anyway. Of, more, lines, more along the lines of, okay, we don't approve of his methods, but we're not going to send anyone to kill him. Yeah, the thing is, right. we don't approve your methods, but we're not going to stop you. Yeah, right. Because the thing is that Saw has been fighting nonstop since the Clone Wars. Yeah. yeah, the rebellion has only just started. Well, what's yeah. interesting is like he is like the mirror image of Darth Vader, where he's yeah. mostly machine, and his humanity has been drained out of him through war and violence and loss. He's become paranoid. Yeah, that too. Yeah, and but yeah, anyway, the point is, takeaway is it it it, be, it made the whole concept of like 
the Galactic Civil War and the Rebel Alliance and what they had to do. Like, you know, the line where uh, Cassian is like, you don't know the things I've done. Like, I've been fighting this war since I was six years old. And you can only imagine the terrible things he's done to survive and be successful yeah. that long. And he a, wanted it to mean something. Right. So yeah. They needed to succeed. Yeah, it's like, if we yeah. don't succeed, I'm just this which like, is, monster, which is basically, exactly that didn't accomplish anything. The the scene at the end, you know, with him and, him and Jen on the beach, yeah. they're waiting for the, yeah, it all meant something. Yeah. yeah, I was you, so happy they didn't kiss. Oh, me yeah. too. I thought they were I was, going to. I was, I was like, I was like, oh shit! They're, I was like, they don't look do like it. they're about to kiss. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah. yeah, that made me very happy that they did not. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't. They, they it, just it, left it as sexual tension. They didn't right. release any at the end. Well, yeah, I, I didn't get so much as sexual tension as you know, but they there was respect for each other, and you know, it's like, hey, we're spending our last moments together, you know, mm-hmm. but they knew they won. Yeah. Yep, they had won. Yeah. Yeah, they were all gonna they they were dead, but they kinda knew that before they got before they yeah. got to the planet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and that was because I didn't realize that and, and I'll say this, so like I I I I don't frequently get surprised by movies. Yeah. I was actually very, very surprised, very and very happy to be surprised by the fact that they all died. Yeah. 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 I was like yeah, sure. They, I, I, I found myself actually buying. Yeah, yeah. They're, 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 they're building this up like it's some big damn suicide mission. They're right. This is, this is Star Wars. They're the main characters. They're gonna <laughs> live. Right. Not so much. They didn't. <laughs> Holy shit. Which confused a lot of people because um, this is Star Wars. Well, no, yeah. Felicity actually signed a contract for two movies. Really? Yeah. Huh. So a lot of people thought there was going to be not necessarily a Rogue Two, but another movie involving her. Yeah, yeah. Um, which they're still supposed to be. Maybe that's just, just like a contingency before. thing. Either that, they or there. they'll prove. Or they really oh. wanted to throw a red herring at people. Yeah, or, or it'd be like <laughs> so. Um, so so, uh, Charu turned into a Force Ghost and saved them all. <laughs> the current theory is that they're planning on doing a. Luke Skywalker movie, and that her and him may have been friends because she got around a lot. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, that's pretty much where we need to end yeah. it for the uh, for the uh, night, and actually for the year in terms of recording. We will be coming back uh, mid to late January. Um, well, essentially, once we can build up our backlog again, because I'm going to be uh, draining that out uh, because I don't have any of it. <laughs> Uh, we had a one-week backlog. I think I'm going to try and make a two-week backlog going forward. Um, so expect something from us mid-ish, mid to late January. We'll, we'll put things on the Facebook and on the websites. Uh, in the meantime, though, this has been Neil. Michael. The one true then. Wookie. And uh, we will meet you all next year uh, with Geek Fanthology. Also on Friday, but uh, whatever. This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by the letter F and the number 77. Ending theme is March of the Mind by Kevin McLeod. If you enjoyed this podcast or know someone who would, please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, or leaving us a comment. We read all of them. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash working theory. A final thought. Rogue One gives me... Hope.